Welcome everyone. Pull up a chair. It is lunchtime in Rome. Welcome back to another episode of Lunchtime in Rome. I am here with Jay and Brian. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. And uh, let's get some logistics out of the way. Why don't we explain where the, the name of the show comes from, Jay? It comes from Romans twelve fifteen, which is in the Bible. Though this isn't necessarily a Christian podcast, because the things we talk about apply to everybody. Right. But... It is whimsically, whimsically, mm-hmm. sounded like Stewie there, Whim- whimsically, whimsically. Right. it's a good word, whimsically, uh, described because it's uh, lunchtime, 1215, in Rome, uh, Romans is in the Bible, and Romans 1215 says, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn, and that is joining somebody in their emotion, that is attaching comfort to grief, it is helping people to not feel alone, which is what everybody experiences. It was the first problem that God experienced on earth because Adam felt alone and his uh, cure for that relationship for that condition was a relationship. He gave Adam Eve. So that's what we're all about. We're hanging out as if we're in Rome, just talking first 20 minutes of the show. We're just catching up, talking about food, talking about life. Second 20 minutes of the show, we go over sort of the lesson of the day, the topic of the day, lesson, but it doesn't, does that not sound exciting? I mean, who's <laughs> yeah. not tuning in for it a It does the Justin Boothby. People, oh, and Scott Gracie, they're just like, <laughs> oh. I want to be taught. Right I to want to meet. judge your teaching, actually, in some cases. <laughs> in the last 10 minutes, we talk about how people need to be better or couldn't be any better. Yeah. So that's the show. That is the show. Um, it's been and, great. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but <laughs> please visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. You can find all of our show notes there. So anything that we reference on the show, we will link to there. Um, and there's all kinds of great feedback from other listeners that we that we list there for reference and all kinds of um, great stuff. Um, and also, if you guys are interested, you can... Have a seat at the table live when we record via Facebook Live. Like my man Josh Hughes. Right What's up, Josh? Who we started right talking now. last week. Guess what I'm doing Saturday afternoon? You're meeting with Josh Hughes. I'm hanging Josh out with Josh Hughes. Nice. Ooh. Not Josh Hoop. No. Josh Hoop no. is a different person. That might come up later in the show. Josh oh, Hughes. Hughes. Um, but yeah, it's a great time. And uh, please join us if you can. And um, we will give you feedback on any questions that you have or hurts that you have if we can put them into the show. Um. That being said, how have your guys' weeks been? Your guys. Your guys. Yin's guys. Here guys go. Here you guys go. go. What is that from? So it's a. Here Yin's guys go. It's just kind of a little joke that Amy and I have where um, it's not not really a joke. It's just something like a lot of servers will say it. I don't know if it's a Pittsburgh thing. I don't think it's a Pittsburgh thing. Here you guys go. When they bring your meal out, here you guys go. And because uh, it's not proper English, it's not, not, <laughs> it's not even proper Pittsburghese. Yeah, right. Um, so we just, you know, it's one of those things where, where whenever we hear it, like our like our eyes meet, and you know, it's just one of those things that we have. Yeah, and we just find it hilarious. So here you guys go. Here you guys well, go. ever since you brought that up, now I hear it all the time too, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's like how my mother hates when people say, "Have a good one." 
and like at the store, you know, you check yeah. out or whatever, and it's really no good reason. But she's like, a good one, what? A good one. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it could be anything. You know, and, and it's funny because we'll go through a drive through and they'll be like, have a good one. And Joan Bell will be like, my grandmother hates you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how those little things stick in our cry, right? Like you just. Well, uh, the, the, I love those things. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it when stuff is in my craw. Your well, craw. you guys have got something put in your craw this week. At a, oh, at we a sure did. Which Denny's. ties into food. It does. Not, let's, you know, you don't want to throw out who it was. Not a sponsor. <laughs> it's, yeah. As I said in church on Sunday, let's not rhymes say the name of the restaurant. Yeah, rhymes with Schmenny's. <laughs> Lenny's. So uh, we went to uh, Bella, my daughter, and Ethan. Uh, Ethan, my son. That's right. That's right. They were both in the musical, yeah. and so we went out with all the other parents. Well, and by that I mean what five other parents? Yeah, and twenty kids. Yep. Who some of their parents don't love them. They weren't there with them. And they weren't there with. Nope. Them. They did not go through what we went through. <laughs> they did not. They did not. And, and good on them. And my boy Joe had a good point because they said we're going to go to Denny's afterwards, mm-hmm. and he said, "Up, oh, you just named it." He did. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry, it's out Here there. Comes it's a out there. It's out there. Well, no, hey. Everything we said happened. Do better. <laughs> Way too soon. Now I can't like, help it. <laughs> and I, here's what's sad. I don't know that they can do better. Well, Ooh. please continue with the story. So Joe pointed out, nobody goes to Denny's. You end up at Denny's. <laughs> you want to go to Red Robin? Ah, it's a little busy. You know, Olive Garden, oh, lines out the door. Do you want to go to Denny's? Been up drinking all night. Uh, Who's open 24 right. hours? That's uh, the other one. Man. Yeah. That's the other Miami. one. Miami. <laughs> you sort of wake up at Denny's. Yeah. Are we at Denny's? How did I get here? We're 4 a.m. <laughs> but so we called ahead, said there's going to be about 30 people. Yeah. We get there. There's two other tables in the whole restaurant. Being There's anybody there. I mean, there's eight people in the restaurant. So we all get to sit in the back little yeah. section there. They Wait, you we guys were, and you guys called ahead. They had called, called ahead. ahead. I didn't call. They ahead. gave us a room. There was a we room an with a door, room. and we had, Seems like to their credit, a server and a half and a trainee. Ah. Which, if you think about it, that's worse than just having a server. It absolutely is because the 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 trainer is being taken away to that train right. the trainee. Woof. And I will say in the beginning, I thought they had it together. I, I thought I did not. I well, I did because we walked in and they said you have the room in the back, which right. means hey, we're prepared. You have a room in the back, right? Prepare. And then the server came in with her trainer. The, Me. She well, she came in and she said, um, "All right, everybody." And she started going down like like this is what we're gonna do. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Here's here's so and so. have a system. She's training. Yeah. We're gonna t- we're gonna take your drink orders first. I raised my hand and said, "Can I order an appetizer?" <laughs> yeah, you did because I'd come from hockey and I hadn't eaten since like noon and I was hangry. Oh, he was I was little... like, "Can I order an appetizer with my drink?" She's like, "Absolutely." He's so like, this is awesome. Yeah, it sounded like okay. We're on a roll. This is great. See, the minute they said I have a trainee, and I was just like, it and doesn't... four other servers with you, right? Is exactly. That, did you leave those out? So at the fifty minute mark. Joe five zero yeah fifty. 50. Now, did you have drinks at this point? Some. Oh, so kind oh, of. Man, I think it took Chris an hour to get his. Oh, it was uh, over an hour. Um, milkshake, horchata, milkshake. Him and Alexis both had. Yeah, they were like the last people to get milkshakes. An and hour. Chris only was it Chris? No, it was Alexis. Only got it in the metal. <laughs> yeah, she didn't get a glass. She just got the metal. <laughs> yeah. So at I the mean, fifty minute mark, oh Joe Ben. And Colleen Houlihan, the senior high kids in the crowd, they're like, can we just go next door to Wendy's? And I was like, yeah. And I just handed them a bill. They go 
They order, they eat, they come back. We haven't ordered our food yet. Oh, my word. No, you're sitting there for over an hour and you haven't even ordered yet. I was like, I can't believe my food's not here yet. And then you're like, I haven't even ordered my food yet. <laughs> like, of course it hasn't come. And I even made the joke. I said, D- do you feel like they quit? I think they quit. <laughs> and, and, and the adults were like, eh, eh, possibly 50-50, actually. I don't know. <laughs> and Heather Houlihan goes out because she's the one who called ahead and goes and talks to the manager, explains the situation. And as a good, you know, the customer's always right. The manager said to her, well, you know, we've got tables out here, too, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Which he's lucky he didn't get Heather of 10 years ago. That's, I mean, a, Heather, that's a bad boss right there. Heather, that is a bad boss. Too soon. But... um. <laughs> So at the hour and 10 minute mark, she said, hey, did I give you guys enough time uh, to decide what you want? She literally said that. I almost went Terry Tate office linebacker and spear. Uh. (laughs) Well, and then we realized that I think the two hour mark, hey, we could have driven to Erie. Yeah, that was the found one at Denny's, ordered, and had our food <laughs> by, by this now. Point in time. <laughs> Erie's two hours away from Pittsburgh. For those, who, and we're in Pittsburgh, and we're in Pittsburgh. And that's how that works, right? Yes. Um, but at least the kids were really well behaved and uh, quiet the whole time. Oh, I'm sure. Junior high kids. Hey, what was the thing with the balloons? What What do you mean the thing with the balloons? Oh, the you don't. Squeeching? You don't remember here? Well, I don't know if you met. Well, no, because like. Lily Bug who gave lit. them balloons there was there were a couple kids there it's after who don't show, like I the mean. sounds of balloons so other kids were yelling at the other kids for there's squeaking a, the balloons adults that don't like the sound of balloons. Well, these kids were taking the but balloons then, like the air out. Going, uh, they started doing that then I looked up and one of the kids who other kids were protecting from the sound of the balloons was making the squeaking balloon sound I watched his head spin <laughs> one full time. It was. I, I couldn't take it. Then, I couldn't then, take it. It, it was. It was, it was a death. We, I, I was. I was. I was literally this close. And I, I don't. I have patience, right? Yeah. And I've been in. The, I, yeah. I was a bartender. I've been in the food service industry. I get it. Noise and all kinds I, of. Activity I, I get the going noise on. and everything. Yeah, and I, right. I, even, I even get bad service from time to time. You get like, in the weeds. Yeah, right. you do, but they were not in the weeds. Right. Like, there's no, there's, uh, I, it was, it was bad. They should but have been able to handle. There was this one moment where I was like, it's just gone, it's gone completely off the rails. Where Mr. Trainer, who was the, um, <laughs> he was <laughs> the director. He was the director. He was there with his fiance. Um, he's trying to calm the kids down. And oh, I missed that. He was trying to calm the kids down. So wait, he's the director of the musical that works at the school. Yeah, he's a and teacher now he's at the spending school. his after hours. He is trying and to he, after after all of this right. after putting this whole play Do together. His, like this is like musical. doing his job after this is overtime. Yeah, you sure. know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> however, um, well, I'll get to that one in a second. But there was just one moment where one of these girls that had a balloon. He was like, I'm done. I'm done with the balloons. Give me the balloons. So this one girl comes up to him and she, she sorry, she puts him, she puts the balloon in his hand. And he's like, oh, it's all wet. Oh. And she's like, oh, I had it in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> oh I miss that. I'm like, first of all, don't swallow the balloon. Like, <laughs> well, she didn't swallow it. Well, I'm saying <laughs> if she if had it, if it's like, that take wet, it out of your mouth. Uh, yeah, like, uh, and, and but then, then you know, we're sitting there waiting for our food. Still, I don't even think we'd ordered at this point. No. And Mr. Trainer and his his and mind you, this has been like an hour and ten minutes. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And Mr. Trainer and his girlfriend come up and they're like, all right, guys, we'll see you later. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Where are you going? It was like Chevy Chase and uh, Christmas Vacation. We're in the seventh layer of hell or whatever. You don't get to go. You don't get to you go. You chose to come here. You don't get to choose to leave. And so with that, he left. He left. 
<laughs> he left. He now, was like, <laughs> good on him. Now, good to that him. end, I do want to point this out. I'd say he can't do better for himself. I had a lovely omelet. I was ready for it to be the worst right. omelet I've yeah. ever had in my life. Yeah. My mom's over Miami. It was pretty darn good. It was so fine. the kitchen's got it together. Well, as, so as, if, as, as much as we well, know. Well, they may have, gotten, they they may have gone too eerie to get it. Right. No, they probably went to Altoona. That's about an hour. Hour there, hour back. <laughs> so it could be Altoona's kitchen. I don't know. Yeah. There was definitely spit in it or something. But at that point, I was just like, <laughs> this if you don't over, know. Moon's over Miami so good right now. If you don't know. If you don't know, it doesn't kill you. Not that, it, not that we were at Denny's. I'm just saying it might have been like a Moon's over Miami's, Miami's wow. thing. Yes. I don't we, envy you guys. No, but we have that now. We do have that. We have that bond. Yeah. We do. We do. And there were good conversations <laughs> in there. There were I was good. able to comfort some people. Not yeah. about this. I couldn't comfort that. There's no way. We're already I can't join somebody in their emotion that I'm into. I'm already in it with them. Right. But I mean, I was comforting things that happened outside of their love. Right, 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 right. And everything else. Right. And you even kind of had a moment of humility or, or learning on your own because you've, you know, I'm the guy that talks to people. Right. And yet you're there for an hour and a half, two hours. And there was a, a parent there that you'd never talked to or, and, and Still didn't have any effort to. And, and I was like, well, I suck. Yeah. <laughs> Could have gone over. Didn't. Yeah. Didn't. Didn't. Didn't occur to me. Didn't occur to me until I was talking about it. Then the next day in church, yeah, I was like, eh, I, I wake up from a, with a text from Jay. He's like, I'm really glad to have been in battle with you. <laughs> it was. <laughs> we shared that. Oh yeah, right. That's, you, you, you guys are the closest. I mean, it's a first world problem, but we were we were on the edge, man. Yeah. Oh, it, there's nothing that infuriates me more than bad service. I I well, and bad it management bothers again. me so. Yeah, truly, I, I do think. Yeah, our servers. They were trying. They, they were, were they they were set up to lose. They were. Yeah. But I mean, I, they didn't seem to be drenched in sweat. I'm just gonna say that. Right. Like, if it was sure. me, I would have been. I would have been like, oh, you're gonna tell me I can't. I would have busted hump and been throwing drinks, running my rear end off. Yeah. Right. But still, they were fine. Oh, As we talked about last week, yeah. we don't know their stories. No, I don't and know. So their story. because of that, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. They also didn't have a great boss. Uh, as genius. far as I know, and he's got a story. He does have a story. Everybody has you a story. You hope he does. He better do. He freaking better have a story. Because <laughs> I got a story about him. Oh, so he better man. have one to build it back up. So that's what we did. And that was our food experience. How about you, Eric? Um, so, oh, boy. Um, I was out to dinner with my other friends. <laughs> no. Wow. Not Dude, you're week. still into two date nights. I'm sitting on one date night. So you should. Uh, oh, okay. All yeah, right. but ours was pretty outstanding in terms of like we went entertainment better than theirs yeah good point (laughs) um anyway um but so amy and i are doing the whole 30 diet (laughs) and so this uh, is a sad story well it's not you know what um in all honesty like i'm really glad we're doing it um good i join you in that and you know i i I was already eating notolo we're getting rid of the low, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. we're getting rid of the low. Oh, man. No, the low doesn't work, does it? The low is that. Well, no, I've lost I've, I've like, lost weight. No, the low is better than a lot. Right, right. I've, I've lost weight. <laughs> a lot is never a good diet. Right. And, uh, and you know, she wanted to kind of kickstart into eating healthier again. And she's doing great. She's doing great. We're on day three. Mm. I meant in general. Oh, yes. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say this. I'm really glad we're doing it. Um, and I'm looking forward to the challenge that this is going to present to me because you, you guys know me, I've been overweight, like all my life food is very much a drug to me and it's a challenge 
and a sacrifice um, to to do this. Um, and it's really, really difficult for me. Um, so I am looking forward to the challenge and I'm glad Amy and I are doing it together. It makes mm. it that much easier for sure. each of us, right? So yeah. that the whole household <clears throat> is together on it. Maggie's kicking um, and screaming about it. But. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, oh, guys, if you that would guy, please that oh guy, my turn your phones Jay, down. That guy. My gosh, um, guys. Notifications too. <laughs> um, but I will say this. So, um... My mom and dad come over for for dinner. Uh, well, my mom watches um, Maggie on Monday, and um, they stay for dinner. And my mom makes dinner, which is lovely. It is. I will say this: she knocked it out of the park with a whole thirty recipe. Oh, I thought you were going to say she brought a nice lasagna over. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was only it was only day one, but she made these. It was this. They were called whole thirty shredded ch- chicken tacos. Um, it's basically a stuffed pepper with shredded chicken yeah. and like salsa yeah, yeah. and it was really good. I see it being good. And, oh man. She it, blanched them peppers it, first it, or it, did she just roast them? Not blanched, but she pre-roast them or did she just put them in? I oh, think she just did. put them in all together. Okay. Um, and it was funny. This is one of my favorite things that she's ever brought over. Wow. Can't say that though. But what's funny is she looked at our fridge. She was like, ah, it's pretty full. I think we're going to take these home with us. And I was like, no. Did you say no? No, I let her. I let her go with them. Because like, like we stuff. do have a ton of food in the fridge because we went shopping to plant, you know, to meal meal prep and everything. Um, but I, I was kind of disappointed that they weren't staying around. Um, but they were delicious. They were so good. Um, so I'd love to have those again. But but isn't it hard yeah. when you do something like the whole thirty? And this, I mean, this is even me. You tell people I am trying to take control of my food intake. Yeah. And I've decided what is best for me. Yeah. And then they go, well, you know. Oh, uh, you know. I mean, I did it to you because I said, <laughs> why don't you just go no sugar, no grain? And you're like, well, this and that. And I'm like, well, you know. Like, why didn't I just go, well, that's awesome. <laughs> right. That's great. Right. But you always got, you know, the one person that's like, well, what about your grains? You know, that's the top of the food <laughs> or the bottom of the food pyramid or whatever it is that lies to us. Right. Right. Like, why, why can't we just celebrate somebody? Why do you got to act like, you know? Yeah, I don't know. And we're all experts, but we're not. No. You know? Oh, I and, know, but well, well, you know, you are except too. for you. You're, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's it, it, it kind of it, oh, it's aggravating at times. You just kind of you, you do want to. And this is a lesson to be learned here in emotional needs because you do want to just be that guy or that or that girl that says, like, go get it. That's you awesome. Be that guy. Right. You don't want to be that guy. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. You want to be that or guy. Girl. That supports somebody else or encourages the other person and and be great and, and encouraging. So, but yeah, doing it, feel good. Looking forward to the second week when uh, I guess I'm supposed to, I'll probably feel sick and get headaches according to the other people that I've heard that have been on it. I don't think you will. I don't think I will either. Because you've already been no to low. That's very true. I think Amy might, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, we are this week, I think I told you, is we're at our house going back to strict no sugar, no grain um, for Rachel and quasi strict for me. In other words, like I still do ranch dressing because I don't care. <laughs> but mm-hmm. like for like even for Rachel, I make the same thing for for lunch every day, you know, Italian salad, Italian chicken, and I do a balsamic vinegar dressing. Mm. And I said to her, can we do red wine vinegar? And she looked at me like. I'm like, honey, balsamic <laughs> vinegar is pretty much sugar. And she was like, 
fine. <laughs> and then each day there's like a quarter of her salad left over. And I said to her, honey, is it too much dressing? And she's like, it's just different. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, and, and easing back on the carrots because those are, you know, a heavy starch thing. You don't want to yeah. have a lot of that and everything. So, but that's why last night when you brought the fruit over, yeah, which was glorious. And she looked at it and I was like, <laughs> and I just stared at her and she took one grape and I was like, Good job, honey. That's fine. <laughs> because in like you can do berries yeah. in the no sugar, no grain diet. Yeah. You know, because the other stuff is just straight sugar. But apparently, like I think strawberries are still high in sugar, but like blackberries, raspberries, stuff like that, they're more tart than they are sweet. I don't know. I'm just going by whatever I'm not an expert. Right. So my point is she will be with you in that angst in that battle. Yeah, it is a battle. So. Truly. Gosh, you guys are such good husbands because I'm sitting here listening to you. And if Alexis <laughs> came to me and said, I want to do this, I would be like, go for it. <laughs> I'm going to keep eating Lucky Charms <laughs> in the morning. And, um, You're going to have bags of chips in your office. Love you, babe. I will support you, but not by eating it with you. I'm sorry. Right. But see, the thing is, for me, that's kind of how I eat anyhow. Yeah. Like, for me, the biggest thing is giving up tortilla chips. Like, that's the right. thing that I'll get stuck yeah. on. Which, you know, okay, if that's your vice, you, you're doing all right. But, like... I have found like it's okay to eat that way. Like it's perfectly fine. Like people, my mother, God bless my mother, honey, no candy. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want a cookie. And I'm like, of course I don't want a cookie. She knows I'm gluten free, but I'm like I don't miss sweets at all. Like I never do real mm. sugar, sugar ever. Yeah, like I don't do like like to candy, me, but like man, I love a good cookie. Oh, I love a good cream cookie. pie. Oh yeah. Oh, little Debbie. Now you put me right on the front porch of my grandfather's house. See, bottle of Coke. Little Debbie, after I cut his two-by-two two front yard, and he paid me 20 bucks to do it, and we'd sit there and talk about life. Nice. Ah, see? That's awesome. Those are good days. He sounds like he would make a good boss. He would have been a terrible boss. <laughs> well. No, he would have then, been a terrible boss. Speaking of terrible bosses. And we've all had terrible bosses. Yeah, I just got to go back to my, this is my mom's dad. Yeah. Every Sunday night. Pop up. Do I have to go to school tomorrow? No, you've been working hard. You take the day off. That's fine. That's fine. You can do a four-day week if you want to go Tuesday. And, of course, then we would just be like, Mom, Pop Pop said we don't have to go to school. And she's like, you know he doesn't count. <laughs> but a lot of people have bad bosses. Yeah. And some people are bad bosses. And we want to take a look in the next couple weeks, not just about bosses, but different People in our life, different roles people play in our life, and what happens when they're "quote unquote" bad, and and they yeah. they affect of affect us in a negative manner, and what emotional needs do they take from you? Because I hurt, you know, if you say, "Oh, my boss really hurt my feelings today," okay, that's here up here, yeah. But how do they hurt your feelings? And a hurt feeling is having an emotional need taken from you or not met. Well, if you don't like your boss, there's a there's probably, a, I guarantee you, there's an emotional need they're taking from you or not meeting that you have. And to go back to everybody's got a story, there's probably a reason why they are right. the way they are. And not just to be negative, but we can then look at it and say, okay, well, if that's their need or if that's my need, how can we make the situation better? I mean, getting a better job with a better boss is great. It doesn't always work out that way. Mm -hmm. And I think we've had bad bosses and we've had some people talk about them. Have you, Brian, ever had not the best boss? Um, at times, yes. There's been there's been times where um, 
Hold on, I want to interrupt you. Uh, we do apologize. This is Wednesday. This is uh, Wednesday. Some people, I won't say who, because I get yelled out every time I talk about Jeannie Delancey. So I'm not going to say it's her. Right. But there are some people that don't understand. But I am now coaching, and away matches are on Thursday nights, and we wouldn't be able to be do this till 10. So at least this week, it's Wednesday. We don't know about next week yet, so we apologize. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Next couple weeks are probably in flux a little bit but we'll get it done a little bit we'll do it um but yeah uh, uh, so i don't think i had uh, (laughs) um i've had a a boss that has been consistently out of his out of out of their element Mm. um not so much they don't care not so much they are out to get you they're just way out of their depth so they're in over their head in the over Peter their principle, head, if you will, in the wrong situation, put there by other bad bosses, somebody else that really wants this person to succeed, Ooh. and um, just out of out of their depth, and it makes it tough in a lot of different ways. I'm trying to be very diplomatic. Oh, your code is great, um, but yeah, it's it's tough to work for somebody that. Well, how would that manifest itself? I apologize for interrupting. <clears throat> just but being out of their element, being beyond what they're capable for, for of. Certain, for certain job duties, you should know it. You should feel it. You should smell it. You should know what it's like in those those wee hours of the morning or the 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 heat of the battle. And if not saying you have to understand that to be a good boss, but yeah. if you do understand that you can connect with your employees because you can make those subtle little changes that are going to say, I totally get what this is like. And there's sometimes as a boss, you, you got to say, I totally get how awful this is. Yeah. You got to do it. Right. I hate to do it to you. But then there's other times where you're just like, go do it. And you, I'm the boss. And, and uh, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things we talk about is coming alongside other people and meeting them where they are. Right. And sometimes as a boss, you need to do that. Sometimes you need to pull up your bootstraps and go and come alongside one of your employees or whatever and and do it with them and show them that you understand that like this situation sucks, but I'm here with you, right? Yes. Or be able to say that I've done this before mm-hmm. and I know what it's like and man, I'm here with you with for whatever you need. Let's get through it together kind of thing, right? And so when they don't do that, when they say, oh, oh, and like you're saying, this guy's, or, and what a man or a woman Mm -hmm. says this, and they're in over the head, and they're like, you just got to get it done. Mm -hmm. You know, where does that hit you as an emotional hurt? Well, again, you know, we we talked in previous episodes about where does that hurt go? For me, it it goes to anger. Um, Now, where does it go? What need did it take from you? Right. Um, that caused the anger. Well, first of all, I get angry. Like, like just, <laughs> be- like, just because it's what a dude. So I'm, I'm, I'm just breaking it down. Like, okay, this, this is completely dumb. This, this is a stupid order. This is a stupid thing. It makes absolutely no sense. I'm angry about this because to me, I understand what it's going to do to the person that's got to carry that out. Um, where does it go? Is no. that what you said? What emotional need is it taking from you? From what I'm hearing you say is, to a degree, it's respect. Yeah. Because you're like, look, I know how this works. Don't tell me how to do it wrong. Yeah, maybe a little bit of respect. I I, I, I don't know what it would take. I don't know what else that would take from you. Um, 
to a degree appreciation because they're not appreciating they you. They don't appreciate you. They don't appreciate the situation they're putting you in. So, yeah, I guess you could say appreciation. Yeah. And, and, it, and it depends. And I'm asking specifically for you because for somebody else, oh. the boss is flipping out. You know the boss doesn't know what they're doing. The boss knows that they don't know what they're doing. And the boss might even know you know they don't know what they're right. doing. So they might be like, oh, he's going to can me. He's gonna, so there's security is gone. Yeah. Because at any minute, the boss has got to get a scapegoat. Right. Ain't going to be him. Might right. be me. But that's not what it was in your case. Yours was, nah, it was, don't you appreciate who I am? You know I can do this. Yeah. You know I can bang this out. No problem. And I'd rather you didn't give it to me, respect, in the last minute because you didn't do your homework. You didn't know the situation. Yeah. And now it's my emergency. Right. To me, that's a respect thing. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, for me, it, it always comes back to respect. So Sure. Because you have a high need for that into yeah, that's that I get angry and I need respect. So for me, what I know, like if I'm if I'm chill about something or if I if I if it just rolls off my back, you know, it, it's it's probably because I'm feeling respected and I'm not getting angry about it. So I, I think when you know when when I do get annoyed, it's it it, it goes back to the respect thing, right? So, um, how about you, Eric? What's a situation that you've been in with a boss that? you've uh encountered encountered um <laughs> that was beautiful the way you guys came great. up with that <laughs> so <laughs> um mine would be maybe a little bit more indirect but i think one of the things that and jay i would like to hear your opinion on on what emotional needs are, are being taken away from me on this one but um i've been in positions where like i need maybe it's maybe it's support but in a way of like i need to be driven in some circumstances or pushed to become stronger and better at my job. And there's some bosses that just make you feel alone in general because they're not like you're doing a great job and they're not breathing down your neck. That's awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're killing it. And, and this isn't about this is caveat. This isn't about currently where I am. Got it. Got it. This isn't my current great boss. Great company. Yeah, my, yeah, American is, Eagle, not is, a sponsor. Right, yeah, this, <laughs> this is before. Um, but feeling alone, but I am, you know, doing a good job, killing it, clients happy, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, but yet, like, I just feel this emptiness of like, where am I going? You know, and where, where am I headed? Um, because it's hard for me to see the, the forest through the trees or whatever and know what to do next in order to advance my career. Um, so if I don't have that, that support or whatever, i that I feel like that makes another different kind of horrible boss, but not like. Well, again, it doesn't have to be horrible boss, right? Or bad, 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 bad boss. right? Bad boss, yeah. Well, you say support, and that's it's more like I think that is what you the support you need in your career, but what you're missing as from your employer in that mm -hmm. point to me sounds a a little bit like attention because it's mm. I, I appreciate the work you're doing. They appreciate your work. Right. But they're not appreciating inherently you and mm. saying, look, here's my vision for you. Right. If they would sit you down and say, hey, you've done such a good job in the last six months. Yeah. Here's where I see you going in the next yeah. three months, six months. And where we'd like you to be in two years. You'd be like, yes. Yeah. And that would feel good. Whereas right. it's just like, oh, you, you just you just love me for my work. <laughs> you know, but to a degree and you go historically, you have thrived when someone has sewn into you and given yeah. you that attention totally the other end of it to me would be the the emotional need of approval blessing i like to just call it belonging i'm working for you 
we're not working together. Right. So if he brings you in and says, Eric, you're doing a great job or she, here's what we're doing. Hey, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. Now that's respect also, but I think the need you have more is to belong Yeah. and to be like, yeah, I'm part of the team and you're buying into what I'm doing. And if they would do that, you'd, you'd be puffed up and feel great. Yeah. And I think very often we can miss as bosses, um, at a relative who was working for a company in the service industry. And by service, I mean like, you know, could be plumbing, could be roofing, could be whatever. And he was bidding on stuff and he was just in charge of a lot of the sales and everything else. And he was a worker and he would work, 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 work. Yeah. And his, the owner of the company would come in on a Friday night at eight 30 at night and he's still in the office. And he's crushing stuff and just getting it done. And he's sweating internally and externally. And his boss would go, why are you still here? Go home. Uh, Get out of here. Well, he's got to get the work done. Yeah. And all he wanted was, you know what? I see you working your ass off. Yeah. Man, do I appreciate it. Right. Yeah. That's, That's a big one for me, which I've found recently that really does affect me is that need i don't need attaboys all the time but when i'm doing like for me when i'm doing above and beyond or when i think i'm you know killing it as you said right if there's zero kind of hey wow we see what you're doing if it's all just well what else are you doing why can't you do more why didn't you yeah, oh. why didn't you do this? Oh. That that one that that worst. affects me, and that and especially again appreciation, sure, but respect. Yeah, like you better respect the fact that I did this. You know, Jackie, classmate of mine, just wrote in all caps: respect, respect. Um, Actually, I was just talking about this with another person, um, and they have a, a boss that always um, does what you just said, Brian. About um, yeah, but. not even yeah but (laughs) just but right it's just like why didn't you think of this or you know did you think of this instead like just recognize all the awesome stuff that i just presented the 99 percent of the other things my body of work yes why focus on that one thing right and maybe that's a tactic to keep pushing you and if that's a tactic to keep pushing you, but see, I don't, it's not a healthy one. It's not a healthy. You know, you one. can you can use that, and you can take that back to your friends in order to like try to turn that emotion around and and do something positive with it. But you want to hear it from the from the person that should be saying those things. Like Amy, Amy and I were just talking. We went on a walk um, after work today, and she was just talking about how um, somebody at work said something really really complimentary to her. And about how she's, you know, mm-hmm. doing such a great job. But there's other people that she wish she was hearing yeah. the same thing. You know, I know they think that, but mm-hmm. it would just be nice to hear it from the people that, you know, have the power to like promote you or, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And it's interesting just sitting here talking about this because we all need different things. Like, you know, this whole emotional responding thing, we all need different things. And yeah. so when you were talking about I could just be doing great and my boss isn't, you know, coming and saying and pushing me. Well, maybe the boss isn't the kind of person that needs to be pushed, but you do. So it's not a good fit for you. Right. But for them, they're thinking all is hunky dory. Right. Because very often, what do we do? We give what we desire. Right. Right. And so if they don't have that emotional need, they're not going to give it to you. Right. And if they are. I don't know if we've talked about that. 
Um, uh, we haven't gotten into it. Like I don't we think may, we've we talked to about that. On it, very, we should do. We should do that. Um, All right, well, let's we just erase this and go back. No, we can touch on it right now. No. Well, I just did. Um, but, but no, like you flesh it out to, a little bit. And, right? And, yeah, 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 yeah. No. The, so say the boss is not the big boss. They're the middle manager guy. Yeah. And um, the fact that the boss above them is always like pushing numbers and pushing, 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 you know, and, that, and that's a little bit different, but, and that's what motivates them. Well, then what are they going to do to motivate you? Yep. Well, the same thing, they're unless numbers. they're a good boss right. who says, what motivates Eric? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if, and, and to flesh out, like you said, and speaking of flesh, if you're the kind of person that is a, a hugger and mm-hmm. you love physical emotion and somebody's sad, what are you going to do? Give them, oh, you're gonna on. give them Bring a hug, yeah. Well, what if they don't want that hug? Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. Joe Biden aside. Okay, that's another story for another time. I don't get it, and that's the beauty of you. <laughs> but the point of the story is, you know, that we give what we want, right. and so your boss is probably leading you in the way they want to be led, and that isn't always going to work, right? Um, but I think what we should spend a minute or two on is okay. What do you do then? Mm. You know, what do you do when you, you reach do, that when, crossroads or that that point? Well, just even now, as mm. people are sitting here listening, and they go, "Yeah, okay, great. My boss doesn't meet this need. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't. They don't want to quit. They want to get a different job. But oh, what do I do? Well, it's a scary moment because I think the only thing that you really can do. Is to be open, honest, and vulnerable with your boss, or go to HR. Mm, I would, Ugh. I would stop. Oh, go to HR. <laughs> Start a paper trail. <laughs> yeah. Get it documented. Yeah, just find a good lawyer and yeah. cover your butt, as go, we will when people Toby. get fired after taking our advice, <laughs> right? And sue the show we because we shouldn't be giving to advice. Well, offer no advice. Do you disagree? Don't listen to us. I disagree with only. You said the only thing you oh, can do okay. is to be yeah, open, yeah. honest, and vulnerable with right. your boss. Fair. Because there are bosses out there that don't want your openness, don't want your honesty, and will crush your vulnerability. So there's a couple things I think you can do. Okay. Number one is, as always, and I keep saying this, is you've got to have somebody in your life that will join you in your pain. The fact that you can go on a walk with Amy and she could vent to you and say, oh, this day was terrible. Yeah. And you're going to go, honey, so sorry. You're not, well, I told you to get a different job. Which right. Her job's good. Everything's fine, everybody. I'm just saying as an example. Right. That's important that, you know, we can lament with each other, whether it be on air or off air. Okay. That's right. going to soften the blow of work. Now still, okay, Jay, that's great. But there's still, I'm spending 50 hours a week at work. A half yeah. hour after work isn't going to work. It's not going to get me through it. I would say the other thing you can do is figure out your boss, figure out your boss. What are their emotional needs? You know, and it's hard in that moment, but in a, in a moment out of conflict, think about your boss. So your boss is a micromanager. I know a couple of people responded today on, on our website and on Facebook said, I hate micromanagers. Yeah. Wait, they were on lunchtime in Rome.com. No, no, just Facebook <laughs> on our Facebook page. I think he was just promoting it. I was just plugging. Oh, lunchtime okay. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Everybody's on both. You mean lunchtimeandroom.com. Dot com. <laughs> gotcha. Yes, dot com. Um, WNBC. <laughs> so you've got a micromanager, yeah. which a lot of people have in bosses. Yes. All right. Well, so we know, okay, we've already talked about, okay, that takes away from my need for respect. You don't respect me. Okay, great. But what about them? Okay. 
So you could say to your boss in that situation, the key is they have a high need for what? Well, probably security because they want to make sure it's done their way every time, the right way. Mm -hmm. And I have to make sure you do it this way. Okay. So they have a need for security. How can I meet their need for security? Number one, don't screw up. Okay, great. But as you said, you get a 99% and they tell you about the 1%. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. Number two would be communicate with them and say, Hey, what's the best way that I can show you that I'm going to get this work done. Do you want me to give you like a, a, a on Mondays? Do you want, you want, you want a work thing now? Should you have to do that? No. Is your boss a micromanager? Yes. So get ahead of their micromanagement, mm -hmm. overwhelm yeah. them with the fact yeah. of, I don't have to worry about that guy. And then they'll just overdo it on everybody else. Yeah. Hey, sucks to be your, <laughs> your coworker, but they're going to look at you as the super organized one. Yeah. Even if you're not right. So that would be, you want to meet their emotional need before they steal it from you. Yeah. Because that's what they're doing is stealing. Right. They're stealing. Security. Right. Yeah. I feel good. I talked to him six times today. That's good. Call them before they call you. He just won't let you know. I'm on the, uh, I'm on the Penske project. Right. And I've got it all wrapped up. I'm going to email you at noon. Is that good? Or do you want me to call you at 10? And they're like, oh, uh, all right. Right. So to meet that need, but you got to figure it out first. Right. Then if you do have a good relationship with your boss, sure. You can go to them and say, hey, listen. Right. But if you're meeting the needs of your boss, boy, does that make you look like a better employee? Because you will be a better employee. Right. So rather than saying, hey, boss, when you do this, this affects me negatively. You know, well, that boss is like, oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, I noticed this. I want to help you this way. I think this is a good thing. Or doing it without telling them. Yeah. I think will really help your relationship with your boss. That's good stuff. We did have some feedback on Facebook about um, what makes a bad boss. We want to talk about that. Was it from Jan Mitlow at Faith Community well, Church? Well, one of them was... Because uh, she's Pete, fired. Pete, Pete said, ask Jan. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I put in what Jan would say, and she says, do better. Uh, I should. <laughs> um, By the way, we all know she's more my boss. <laughs> that's very true. She tells you like it is. Um, but like, can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Heidi... Um, wrote in and she said the boss at the job before my current job he would yell so loud at anything and anyone you never oh. knew when his anger volcano would erupt anger or if volcano. it would be aimed at you and that's like that's yeah. like a sense of security and like, that's a lot know, of bosses too yeah all day every day man that's and grind. uh how did she deal with that eric well after i was laid off and accepted my current job they called me to come back <gasps> The greatest feeling was laughing over the phone while telling <laughs> HR, heck no. Um, a former coworker told me he was so mad. I said no, that he was yelling at everyone uh, for the whole day. <laughs> he definitely took security, acceptance, and a few others. I think his cup was so full he got stuck in the anger phase anytime something happened outside of his control that makes that's sense. well done by Heidi yeah that is very well done and then she says by the way my current manager uh, managers are awesome and they go out of their way to make sure I'm okay and see that's another thing it, it, you know if what makes a great boss if you take care of your people they will fight and take care They'll of respect you. you and they will work for you yes if you because uh, if you ever get put in a pinch they will go the extra mile to to take care of you and that's just you know that's just what it is. Lauren said, micromanaging bosses. That's that's awful. Bobby said, micromanaging mood swings, different standards for each employee. Oh, yeah. And I think, mm -hmm. like, the mood swings is also a common denominator. Yeah. You know, like Heidi said, with, like, the anger and stuff. It's Moving because target. their cup is yeah. full, and that's what's coming out is is the, the anger. 
Yeah. Um, and Roger said ditto to what Lauren and Bobby said. Um, he said, I'm a veteran of over 20, 275,000 calls inbound and outbound over 26 years of experience. Right. He works for Verizon. Yes. That's crazy. And yet gets micromanaged. <laughs> right. Um, and then Joe, Joe Shannon, um, yeah. he said, when your manager enforces what their boss, quote unquote, has told them without actually thinking through if it's a good idea mm. or what's best for the customer, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I said so, quote unquote, mm. mentality, command and control. Um and, and that's a whole lot of respect there. Yeah. You know, respect that I know how to deal with the customer. Respect that. Yep. Um, security as well. Yep. Um, golly. <sighs> a lot of people with a lot of bad bosses out Sounds there. Sounds like bosses need to do better. I would think it so. It does. And before we do that, yeah. <laughs> I love the feedback on Facebook. I think it's this outstanding. This is so exciting. Yeah. This gives me so much juice, so much energy when, when I see stuff like this. It's very encouraging. And yes. we appreciate it. And uh, um, Ashley says oh gosh i wish i could be listening right now i guess she uh is uh has the sound off and then heidi says yo what's up guys and all right so Thank do you, betters um this week we got a lot we have a lot um and let me pull up mine there was a, a wife that sent her oh. <laughs> her husband on a trip to the grocery store with a fake list of things to pick up. Why would she do that? <laughs> so she was fed up with her husband not helping around the house. Um, and it says, I'm good. Man, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this uh, right. Katen. Al- Make it up. Katen Alpert from Illinois revealed how she got uh, revenge on her husband. Um, she's a blogger behind Baby Sideburns um, and gave her fi- her husband a fake shopping list. Um, she asked him to get the items, including organic Pop-Tarts and fat-free hummus. I like the 3% milk. <laughs> <But> yes. <laughs> I didn't read that far. So um, so it says, a parenting blogger divided Facebook users after revealing how she got revenge on her husband for not helping with chores. Um, Karen Alpert from Illinois, who runs the parenting baby blog Sideburns and has written a series of best-selling books took to Facebook to reveal she'd become annoyed with her husband for lying on the couch while she was busy all morning. Um, the blogger who has over 300,000 followers, blah, 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 wow. blah, sent her husband out with a shopping list uh, of fake grocery items, including organic Pop-Tarts, unsour cream, and then she turned off her phone, <laughs> which is, that's like... That's genius. She said seedless strawberries. Yeah, so the list is 3% milk, seedless strawberries, fat-free hummus, which hummus is already fat-free, um, wheat thins, the ones in the blue box. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorites, unsour cream, one of my favorites, diet, diet Coke. It's you might have thing. to ask because this is new. <laughs> Mellow cheese and organic Pop-Tarts. And <laughs> it's just so good. I, like that is, oh, it's just so fantastic. So I, people are divided and I don't know. So one, do better husband. Let's, right. let's not Step be up. so lazy. Yeah. Step up. Maybe. Or can't do better. Way to take some time for yourself, buddy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was going to go with do better wife. 
and maybe be open and honest and right. vulnerable and mutually give. And maybe she has. Maybe she has. Over. Or she can't do better because this is hilarious and we're all enjoying uh, it right now. Maybe she can't do better and she just knows how to get hits to her blog and it's just a piece of creative writing. Boom. We need to take a lesson a on little that. little SEO stuff. Right. You know, she knows what search engines pumping. Hitting some clicks. That was great. It was you know fantastic. Um, and then one of my favorite things, and we'll put this. You double on, up on your own, do better. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jay. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I don't want to steal your thunder because, yeah, that's that's true. I might steal your thunder. Go ahead. No, you don't. Uh, headline, Jersey. Jersey Shore, not the TV show, which needs to come back. Another podcast for another time. Right. Anyhow, uh, beach cleanup result. Annual beach cleanup. Sandy Hook. Volunteers cleaning up New Jersey beaches last year found everything but the kitchen sink. Oh, wait. They found one of those, too. And it talks about 82% of the trash removed during Clean Ocean Actions beach sweeps last spring in fall was plastic. Uh, Here's some of the details. Let me me just do this. First of all, 10,000 volunteers picked up 454,365 pieces of debris from the ocean coast, bay shores, and the banks of rivers, lakes, and streams. Yes. Oh, we'll get to that. Let's go over some numbers here, shall we? Uh, How many balloons? 5,470. Are we sure they're balloons, or are they things that maybe... Oh, we will get to those. Oh, my. Spoiler alert. Uh, 267 baby diapers, up 78%. So there's perhaps a baby boom going on. Um, <laughs> but one item was down. I'm trying to find the statistic here. Syringes. Those are far down. Very well done. Um, oh, this is That's because we have pills for that now. Right. Much easier. Yeah. Well, I mean, New Jersey is the trash can of New York, isn't it? Except. Ocean City, New Except Jersey, Ocean City, which is amazing. Oh, it's the it's best like, place on it's earth. It's like God surrounds it, right? Protects it. No trash here. It does say some medical waste was also found, though not at the levels it uh, reached in the 1980s when it was an epidemic on Jersey beaches. But one number that is way down were cigarette butts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, only twenty two thousand were picked down up. From what? Which is down a quarter. From last year. Wow. Here are the random. More people vaping. Items. More people um, vaping. Maybe just different tides. Yeah. <laughs> Blaming Mother Nature on this, aren't right? <laughs> hey. uh, But anyhow, some wearing gloves picked up. Uh, 565 condoms. Wow. And they weren't in the wrapper, my friends. Oh, uh, uh, so the other items were a bottle of hot sauce that could have been mine, um, a large <laughs> lump of coal, the door to a safe, pom-poms, loaf of bread, bag of lemons, an air conditioner, and a kitchen sink. So A bag of lemons. <laughs> fish didn't get to that? Do better. I guess not. Wow. No, that's what you eat with fish. Fish don't eat the lemons. Mm. So, yeah, well, I, do I, better. Do better. And Can't do better. All the people that came and helped clean it up. Yeah, but. We really counted twenty five thousand cigarette butts, couldn't we say well, like twenty pounds, thirty pounds? Right. I'm sure they. I'm sure they counted a little bit out, and then they extrapolate, like ballparked it, ballparked it. Right. I mean, that was pretty specific. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm all for science, but uh, yeah. how about dolt litter? Because hey, hey. you think anybody's going, wow, it's the worst. there were 565 condoms. All right. This summer, I'm not going to leave my condom on the beach. I feel convicted. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to go but, ahead and uh, wrap that in the diaper I mean, and maybe take that I, I know there's a lot of barge uh, traffic around New York City where, where they barge the the trash into you know wherever they take it maybe it just fell off to trash island trash island now i blame people before we do can't do better because you have a can't do better right do you have a do better i don't you just have can't do better um eric do you have any other do betters well i have a minor do better that you (laughs) can i say do better one more time um probably not so i was at work today and my friend mel has Uh, a tattoo of oh yeah do better on her arm we'll post a picture on uh on the show notes so you guys can see it um but i thought that was hilarious and i explained like the, this part of the show and, and what we do and then i showed this picture that we'll also share on on in, in the show notes is a guy trying to shoplift a guitar oh my man <laughs> and it is like one of the most he's so sad <laughs> It's one of the most funniest pictures. So he has the neck of the guitar shoved down his pants with <laughs> like the body of the guitar sticking up around his stomach. And he's in cuffs. At least it looks like he's in cuffs. And he just looks so depressed. <sighs> and <laughs> and he, his, his face does say, womp, womp. <laughs> it totally does. But man, man, up on the neck too, where you where you tie off the guitar strings, that's like scratching down there. Yeah, that's that's, he's committed. That is a commitment. Got to be. So do better, buddy. That's why he's so depressed. He was like, I went all in for this. I thought it would work. He's trying to walk out. He's like, No, I have a limp. (laughs) But we like to end on a good note. So Brian, you have a can't do better. Um, I do. Uh, Let's see here. Giant mixing truck serving cocktails in Florida. Whoa. <laughs> monkey Shoulder Whiskey said its Monkey Shoulder Mixer Truck will be serving cocktails in the Orlando, Florida area this week. Oh, this is from March 22nd. God, I was going to go. A, dis- <laughs> a distillery announced its giant mixing truck, which looks like a hybrid of a cement mixer and a martini shaker, is going on a tour of Florida. Oh, my gosh. The makers sounds of mon- awesome. The makers of Monkey Shoulder Whiskey said the Monkey Shoulder Mixer, a 27-foot-long truck with a two a 2,400-gallon Drink mixer on the back. Wow. We'll be serving cocktails at various locations in the Orlando area. Again, this has already happened. Um, but anyways, I love this. We'll put this uh we'll put this picture of it on on the uh <laughs> oh <my laughs> What's the name? Monkey Shoulder Monkey Shoulder Whiskey. Good job, Monkey Shoulder Whiskey. Can't, that's can't do better brilliant. than that. That's that, awesome. Man, that's a marketing dream right there. Monkey Shoulder Whisker. Man, I whisker. Wonder... <laughs> Monkey Shoulder Whiskey. We are taking um uh, a sponsorship. I bet you that truck cost at least $58,000. At least, which is the number. What? Oh, why don't you do it? Oh, eh, he's got it. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> the number that Pittsburgh penguin, Chris Latang gave to a young man to pay for his cancer medication for his cancer bills, uh, a pediatric cancer patient. I believe it's pediatric. Yeah. Um, cancer patient racked up. A bunch of bills. I have no idea how much. Yeah. And number 58 in your programs, but number... One in your hearts. Number one in your fandom when he kicks in a check for 58 grand yeah. to help pay for this poor kid's medical bills. Ah, I don't know if you can do better than that. Hockey players are okay, awesome. Okay, someone could better. say, oh, I wish his number was 99. Why? 
<laughs> Why didn't he just pay for the whole thing? Right. Maybe he did. Who's to say? But I'm saying. Yeah. Can't Chris Letang, do good job, better. man. Can't do better. Love the pens. And on that note, thank you for joining us. Again, visit us at lunchtimeinroom.com. Uh, like and share all of our stuff on Facebook. Uh, send us your do-betters. Send us your do-betters. We will continue to throw out questions to you guys throughout the week so you guys can give us uh, your feedback. and uh, Good luck with your bosses. And thanks for watching on the live stream, and uh, we will see you guys next week. I was going to say. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I was going to say, if you found some value in this, if you if you took one thing away from this um, regarding your bosses, share it, please. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Absolutely. And use it to become a better boss if yeah. you're a boss. Uh, absolutely. And on that note. I was gonna we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.